Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hello. So I think our top entertainment story this week was definitely the Britney Spears news. Okay. She has been granted the opportunity to hire her own legal counsel. It's crazy to me that she didn't already have that. <laughs> it seems no. like part of it should no, be that. She wasn't allowed to have her own lawyer. Like It was picked by someone else. That's crazy. So I feel like a lot's changed in the Britney universe just just this this week. I noticed on her Instagram, she's much more vocal now. Like every post. She's very explicit about yeah, it now. Yeah. It's not couched in cryptic uh, statements that no. formerly fans of hers have had to decipher. Right. She straight up said, free Britney. Yes. A few days ago. No, all of her posts are very explicit now. So this is pretty a pretty big deal. Um she also explicitly stated in court during this hearing this past week that like she has been abused yeah in this conservatorship uh let's talk about today she posted an instagram this is from yahoo entertainment it says britney spears slams loved ones for lack of support in conservatorship battle quote did i did you put your hand out when i was drowning it says Britney Spears just shut down supporters who she claims didn't speak out when she needed it the most. The baby one more time singer. I don't feel like she needs to be identified. We all know who Britney Spears is. Is that is that the only song people know? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Like that song is so old now. That was her first single. It says who is locked in a fierce legal battle to end her 13-year conservatorship overseen by her father, Jamie Spears, took to Instagram on Friday, July 16th to pen an angry post addressed to unnamed people who stayed silent. She, I believe she called out Jamie Lynn Spears, her sister. I think she did, yeah. So she said in this... Oh, right. She said she performed her songs. Did you see that post? Yes. This is... Uh, from her Instagram post that she did yesterday, it says, there's nothing worse than when the people closest to you who never showed up for you post things in regard to your situation, whatever it may be, and speak righteously for support. There's nothing worse than that. How dare the people you love the most say anything at all? Did they even put a hand out to me or lift me up at the time? How dare you make it public that you now that now you care did you put your hand out when i was drowning again no so if you are reading this you know who you are and you actually have the nerve to say anything about my situation just to save face for yourself publicly if you're going to post something please stop with the righteous approach when you're so far from righteous it's not even funny then she did the middle finger emoji and have a good day ps if you're reading this today and and you can relate i'm sorry because I know what it's like, and I send you my love. And then she did kisses, emojis. So I guess that wasn't the one where she like called out 
directly. Yeah, she said something with her sister performing her songs with backing tracks or something. It says, though Spears did not address the note to anyone in particular, fans in the comments section were quick to point out that her sister Jamie Lynn Spears had recently posted a video showing support for Spears. Jamie Lynn has faced criticism for not speaking out about her father's involvement in Spears' conservatorship, as well as well as for allegedly benefiting financially from Spears' situation, which she has vehemently denied. So she also did a great Instagram post today. Brittany, I think you put it in your story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, really, I really liked that. Um, she said, take, take me as I am or kiss my ass, eat shit, and step on Legos. I like the escalation, you know? Not just kissing your ass and eating shit and then step on Legos. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's hardcore. She she went into more detail. This is from five hours ago. This is the one where she said the thing about the sister. Yes, she said, for those of you who choose to criticize my dancing videos, look, I'm not going to be performing on any stages anytime soon with my dad handling what I wear, say, do, or think. I've done that for the past 13 years. I'd much rather share videos, yes, from my living room instead of on stage in Vegas, where some people were so far gone they couldn't even shake my hand and I ended up getting a contact high from weed all the time, which I didn't mind, but it would have been nice to be able to go to the motherfucking spa. <laughs> and no, I'm not going to put on heavy makeup and try, try, try on stage again and not be able to do the real deal with remixes of my songs for years and begging to put out new music in my show for my fans, so I quit. I don't like that my sister showed up at an award show and performed my songs to remixes. My so-called support system hurt me deeply. This conservatorship killed my dreams. So all I have is hope, and hope is the only thing in this world that is very hard to kill. So she goes on. That was the post that we were referring to where she directly called out her sister. I like that she's uh, calling everyone out. And I honestly feel like she's probably still holding back back a bit because she wants to get out of this conservatorship. But I'm kind of looking forward to her getting out and really laying into everyone. I mean, yeah, maybe. I bet she, you she's keeping it low-key still so she doesn't look, you know what I mean? Like, well, there's probably horrific stuff that we still don't even know about. Oh, totally. That she hasn't revealed Uh Look, I we're very pro Britney. We love you, Britney, free Britney. So we'll keep you all posted as the situation unfolds. Yeah. And that's our Britney news for this week. Now on to something decidedly much lighter. Desi, you sent me this news story because it is very relevant to our interests. And that is that Robert Durst has diarrhea. (laughs) This is from the Daily News. The New York Daily News, it says Robert Durst's murder trial delayed several hours due to, quote, unfortunate medical issue. So, yeah, they're in the middle of the, the Durst trial. Yeah, it's the been, Susan Berman. This For the Susan Berman murder. It's been ongoing. I guess it was delayed due to COVID. Yes. But it was delayed for several hours due to Durst diarrhea. Yeah. That article is wild because they go into a lot of diarrhea talk. It says and messiness. It says Mr. Durst at some time before he arrived at the courthouse this morning was incontinent and had diarrhea and was unable to change or to be in court. So does that mean like he shit his pants? I think he shit his pants on his way to court. Right. 
He always has something going on. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> oh, it says it was very awful, foul. So he had to be returned to the jail to be cleaned up. Who is this? His lawyer? Oh, it's his, his own lawyer was saying this. His own lawyer's like, I'm fucking fed up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he has some stomach issues. He was always burping during the jinx. Oh, kind of like Bolsonaro. Remember? Oh, well, yeah. He has uh, turds coming out of his nose. And he was hiccuping for 10 days before that. It's a wild poop news week. It really is. And, you know, it's great for our show because we, we can't get through <laughs> one show without talking about diarrhea in some capacity. Absolutely. Uh, here's a food story. This is a story my mom sent me because she really wants me to apply for this job. Oh, and she was like dead serious. She's like, Rachel, they're paying $25,000. And that company is McCormick, as in the spices, the spice company. They're looking for a directo of taco relations. A directo? Director. <laughs> directo. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, me with the, it's like that Mr. Roboto, a yeah. directo. <laughs> Domo, Domo Arigato, Mr. Directo of taco relations. <laughs> taco relations. When I needed you. <laughs> Dude, what is that song? I don't know, but when I hear it, I'm like, this song is so amazing. <laughs> Every time I'm high and that I put that song on. Wait, you put that song oh, on? Oh, I've put it on. Yeah. <laughs> you get high, you're like, what stupid ass shit can I listen to? You know what? That that is a that is a song I probably would have or probably did put on. I think when you hear that song, if you're in the mood, you're like amazed that someone released this uh record. It's just crazy. It's it has a lot of parts, too. That's what I always forget when I play. And I was like, oh, yeah, now there's this part. Well, it starts out with like, Domo Arigato. Yes. It's like very choral. It's, like, it's a very choral thing. Da, 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 da. I was like, they were going to write a rock opera, but then they didn't finish it. <laughs> That's what I always think. Like, I bet that's how that song came to be. I bet it was supposed to be part of a larger thing. I think the album maybe is like a theme album. I just don't know the album. Was that Sticks? Yes. But it's like later Sticks, like 80s. Yeah. Like it's not like the sailing or whatever. I'm sailing. I hate away. that song. I know a lot of people like that song. I just don't like Sticks. I mean, I think they're very corny. They are corny. But for I sure. do like Mr. Roboto. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. That's like I always I've played that song for kids and they're like, this is like they were like, this is cool as hell. Like, well, I first heard the song when I was a kid, and I'm pretty sure it was in like a commercial. Oh, maybe. At reply me if you remember the commercial from the 90s that Mr. Roboto was used in. <laughs> so I'm dying to know what that was. I have no idea. I'm gonna have to look it up after okay. the show. But yeah. So where we where were we? Okay, so oh, if, Jesus if, Christ. If you want to be the director of taco relations for McCormick. This is the description on their website. It says, do you eat tacos like it's your true calling? Now it really can be. McCormick is on the lookout for its first ever director of taco relations. And we're calling all taco fanatics to submit. As the director of taco relations, you will be McCormick's resident consulting taco expert. You will be our official eyes and ears for all things tacos. You'll have the opportunity to work with McCormick Kitchens teams to develop, innovate, and and delish. 
Oh, innovative and delish taco recipes. Travel across the country in search of the latest taco trends, dialogue with other like-minded taco connoisseurs across social media, Mm. and be in on the latest street taco seasoning mixes developed by the McCormick Innovation Lab. This honestly sounds like our dream job. But how much does this pay? It pays a lot of money. Hold on. It says it was like a hundred thousand for three months or something. Right? Yeah, it was like a hundred thousand dollars for four months. I want a dialogue with taco connoisseurs. <laughs> it says payment twenty five thousand dollars a month, not to exceed a hundred thousand dollars. So I think it's like a it's a short term gig. That sounds someone who listens to us get this gig. This is like we'll sounds dialogue. Too, this sounds way too good to be. That's a true. lot of money. It says about the role, this is a part-time limited term engagement. Execution of an independent contractor agreement will be required, must be 21 and older, and a resident of the United States to submit. It says open to all experience levels. A previous taco job is not a prerequisite to submit, just a deep love of tacos. This is our job. We should apply. We should apply to this. Just to see. Well, we should apply to this also with this stipulation that like hey we have a podcast and we would hype the fuck out of mccormick yeah if we will talk job. about tacos we already Ta- talk about yeah. tacos <laughs> we'll have a taco segment taco talk Ooh, taco I, taco. I like how i was impressed by that yes. <laughs> taco talk yeah. Ooh, Ooh, wow rachel wow you're so smart you must have excellent storytelling skills <gasps> including through video and social media Possess a teamwork mentality. Hmm. I guess we're a team. Kind of. Okay. Um, Available to sign a contract by the end of August 2021 and work up to 20 hours per week. This job sounds too good to be true. I'm jealous of of someone who gets it. This is one of those jobs where you don't apply to because you think, what are the chances I would yeah. even get this? Because like a million people are probably applying to Absolutely. this. The fact that it says no experience necessary except for a love of tacos is something that is blowing my mind because I swear to God, there are entry level jobs where they're like, how come you don't have a master's? Yeah. Yeah. Like every job. What about a passion for something? How about yeah, that? <laughs> right. I may be a dumb bitch on paper, yeah. but spiritually, I'm, I'm also very a wise. dumb bitch. <laughs> I know. Spiritually, I'm a dumb bitch, but I'm very wise. Yes. So, okay, you have to make a creative video showcasing your personality and passion for tacos and why you should be the first ever director of taco relations. Okay, so this is where I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you had to make a video where you have to, like, I'm not going to do a good video. Yeah. I'm very low key. I feel like I'm going to need TikTok skills to make a creative video. And I don't have that. No. Okay. Well. Oh, you also have to include your favorite taco themed trivia and fun facts. Do you have any favorite taco trivia? Zero, but I could Google it (laughs) and probably find something. (laughs) You know what I would put in my video is that at a taco festival in LA several years ago, I ate a penis taco. You did? Yeah. How come you never told me? I did on the show before. Oh, you did? It was penis meat? It was. <laughs> or a <it> guy. Got- <laughs> it was penis meat. <laughs> yes, from the animal, the penis. <laughs> I'm so dumb. <laughs> penis- I'm going to choke <laughs> from the penis species. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. Oh my god. It was a bull penis taco. And I Okay, so Taco Landia. I don't know if they've ever done this festival more than one time, but I went to Taco Landia once and basically you pay an entry fee. And for the price of this entry fee, you get unlimited tacos. And the tacos is like all these different vendors. And what I realized towards the end of the day after eating like all these different kinds of tacos was that, oh, the vendors, this is to promote their business, but also to try out weird off the wall taco ideas. Oh. That is not ready for prime time yet. Right. So I had like some just very interesting. Like not your typical taco things, like a sardine taco, right? And a, just stuff like that um, that you wouldn't necessarily find. And so I had a bull penis taco, and my friend Christina was like, "I like you have to eat it; it's free." And we both ate it. It was not for me. Is it tough? It was- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't even remember. I just remember not being able to eat more than one bite of it. Was there crema on it? (laughs) I don't even think so. I couldn't eat more than one bite because mentally I couldn't get around around it, that I was eating a dick. (laughs) (laughs) That seems hard to get over. I couldn't get it. It sounds like something that someone does to you, like... The wife of the woman you cheated with her husband, and then she feeds you a taco, and you're like, and she's like, that's his dick. <laughs> and you're like, oh. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, that's your dick. <clears throat> no, like, she's making you eat the dick yeah. of the guy you cheated with. Right. And it's her husband. I guess you would notice if you were eating your own dick. Yeah, because you'd be like, where's my dick? <laughs> ah. uh, yeah. It's very, like, Hannibal. Yeah, it seems like a revenge fantasy. Ugh. I, I mean, I would love to go to that taco event. Because I, I would sometimes like to try something, but it's like, I know I'm probably not going to like it, but I'd like to have one bite. That's what, what it was good for. The thing is, I wasn't satiated when I left. Like, I wasn't like, mm. oh. Well, I ate a lot of tacos, but none of them were like, oh my God, that was amazing. It was Ooh, like... weird. Because it was all these sort of... It, I, I just remember it being a lot of off-the-wall tacos. Right. So they didn't have any normal ones. Yeah. It wasn't like... Here's our uh, classic, and here's a weird one. No, I just felt like there were so many. I, I that's all I remember. That's that's honestly just what I remember. Is I remember eating a sardine taco, and I remember eating a penis taco. Yeah, those were the standouts. I don't remember like oh, I had the best chicken yeah, taco. That's weird. So uh, okay. yeah, um, okay. So yeah, that's our taco story. We have another food story. This is from Popeyes. Ooh. And you know we love Popeyes on the show. This is from delish.com. Popeyes chicken nuggets are coming. Ooh. Now, I have a very specific definition, like for my own personal definition of what a chicken nugget is versus oh. what a chicken tender is. Okay. Versus what popcorn chicken is. And I think these Popeye's nuggets fall under the category of popcorn chicken because it's to me, because it's essentially pieces of breast meat that are chopped up and deep fried. Right. Mm -hmm. So, but when I think of a nugget, I think it, I think it has to be ground chicken. Oh, I don't think that. I think it should be a bigger chunk of white meat chicken deep fried, but I don't think it has to be ground. 
I always think of a nugget as like it's a more, it's a different thing. Oh. I mean, that's like based on McDonald's. But think about Wendy's as the same principle. I've, I've never, I don't know Wendy's. If you've had nuggets anywhere else versus tenders, tenders and nuggets. Tenders, I think, are long and thin. Yes. Nuggets, I think, can be white. I think I would only eat a nugget if it was a chunk of white meat battered and deep fried. Well, that's what Popeyes is doing. Okay. To me, I think this is closer to popcorn chicken. It looks... But is popcorn chicken a thing like popcorn shrimp is? Well, they had it at KFC for years. Oh, that's right. I used to get those. Because uh, I think when, I think I think uh, Popeyes has popcorn shrimp, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I've also ordered those from Popeyes. <laughs> uh, so it says starting July 27th, Popeyes locations in the United States, Puerto Rico, and Canada will be offering chicken nuggets. Similar to the chicken tenders, the nuggets will be made with seasoned white meat, breast pieces, which are hand-battered and breaded in buttermilk, then fried until crispy and golden brown. Mm, those sound good. You will also have the option of the classic chicken nuggets or an order of the nuggets prepared in signature Popeye sauce. Choose between Bayou Buffalo, Bold BQ, Blackened Ranch, Buttermilk Ranch, Mardi Gras Mustard, and Sweet Heat. Ooh. Well, those are all the, those are all the flavors. But you, yeah, you get, they come with the dipping sauce. Those sound good. Here's a picture of them. Mm. They look good. I like that kind of nugget. I mean, I trust Popeye's. I'm always satisfied after I eat Popeye's. I've never had the popcorn shrimp. Is it good? Yeah. I like it. Okay. I mean, you don't see, you don't see popcorn shrimp a lot. Usually, no. the, like you don't see it a lot anymore. I feel like I saw it a lot more when I was a kid. I was actually thinking about that today. Like, what is the um, or origin of pop? Like calling it popcorn because you're eating it like popcorn. Yeah, because it's like little pieces. I like that. It's cute. Yeah, it's like popcorn <laughs> shrimp. And here's a story we got sent from our listener named Ryan. This is a very old story, but they said it was like on brand for us. Okay. And you know what? It is on brand for us. This is out of the Daily Mail. And it's about, I don't know who this reality star is because it sounds like a British reality star. It says, troubled reality TV star Brian Harvey has provided an astonishing explanation for the bizarre and terrifying accident in which he was run over by his own Mercedes claiming it was caused by a meal of three giant baked potatoes (gasps) smothered in tuna, mayonnaise, and cheese. Harvey, speaking for the first time about the incident that nearly cost him his life, says he fell under the car as he leant out of the driver's door to be sick because he had eaten too much, and the Mercedes rolled over him. Wait, he fell out of the window? Well, Oh, he opened the door. He opened the door to puke. And then I guess he fell out and the Mercedes rolled over him. Wait, now these potatoes sound like jacket potatoes. Yeah, and I think we dunked on jacket potatoes. And then someone sent us a um, link about them. Yeah, we were making fun of jacket potatoes and they said it's just the same as a baked potato, to which I counter with, in principle, yes, but the fillings that the Brits put in these potatoes are very odd. And one of them was tuna, I remembered. And peas. Ugh. Come on. The tuna, (laughs) look, I love the Brits. We have a lot of British listeners. There's a lot of British food that I do like. Tuna on a baked potato, that's not for me. 
Although every once in a while, and I don't think I would like it, but I have a weird craving for tuna casserole. I'm sorry. Really? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't even know if I've ever had it, but I, I can like picture it. And I'm like, I would like to taste one bite of that. Yeah. But I know, I know I would not like want to eat a bunch of it. Right. It's like if someone made it, I would like have some. Right. I don't know what that weird craving is. Like maybe it's some weird childhood something or other. I have right. no idea. Yeah. I mean, it's comfort food. Hot and, tuna. And you know what? And there's nothing wrong with hot tuna in certain contexts. Right. Like if you're making a, um, like a puttanesca and you put in some tuna oh, in yeah. there, you know, you can do that. Okay. So... Harvey, this guy, Harvey, he fractured his pelvis in seven places, broke his ribs, and punctured his lungs. He lay unconscious for three weeks and had to endure 12 hours of surgery as the doctors battled to rebuild his shattered frame. Damn. It says now, uh, as he is nursed by his model girlfriend, Emma B., I thought at first that they were talking about Emma Bunton. I know, me too. But I guess not. I was like, well, they wouldn't have specified model. They would have said yeah. Emma, Emma Bunton. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Harvey, he was the lead singer of the 90s boy band East 17. So I guess he was this boy band singer and, and a reality star. There's a whole world of UK celebrities that we know nothing about. That I'll see them when I look at a Daily Mail. They'll be like the front page news. Yeah. And it's like, I've never heard of them. <laughs> yeah. And that makes me wonder like, do we have celebrities? In America, who Brits are like, who the Remember fuck that is celebrity? That? Her name was like Jordan or something. Oh, yeah. And she had like the boyfriend. I can't yeah. remember. He was also sort of famous. They're always really tan. They look like not British. They look like American. <laughs> like they're so tan and they usually have huge fake tits too. Like Brits have trashy people too. I know, but it's like shocking when you see it. Do you know what I mean? Like when they're sort of taking all those American styles. Those stereotypes. The stereotypes of like the big tits and like the plastic surgery, like whatever. Like very Jersey Shore aesthetic. Yes. The aesthetic is off. But yeah. No, I totally know what you mean. I I will like, if I'm looking at one of those British rags, like the Daily Mail, they'll have some headline that's like an insane headline about some celebrity I've never heard about. But it's like they were on Big Brother season two and like those people become major stars. Yeah. <laughs> or something. Oh, they're always talking about Big Brother. Yeah. In those rags. They love it. They love that show. Uh, cool. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I feel bad for him. Well, this is from 2005. So you don't have to feel too oh, bad for him. Okay. I don't know. Maybe let's see where he is now. Maybe he like died. I don't know. Brian Harvey. He was 30 at the time of this story. Okay. Brian Harvey, not the computer scientist. Here he is. Brian Lee Harvey. He's a British singer from London. He was the lead singer of pop band East 17, later renamed E17. You know what he looks like? He looks like he would be in Good Charlotte. Like he has that very flashy sort of pop punk. I mean, this is a picture I'm looking at from 2007, so that's probably half of it. But he's wearing like a trucker hat and he has tattoos. Okay. So I don't know. I I think he's okay now. I think he's, yeah, that's it. That's my story. Cool. I think that's all my news stories, Desi. Should we take a quick break? Yeah, let's take a break. Okay. 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've had a really stressful year with work and family stuff, and I know I'm not alone when I say I tend to push that stress down in order to get what I need done done, and that only makes things worse. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. In the past, therapy has helped me navigate many situations from helping me to set boundaries to just becoming the best version of myself. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I love that it's entirely online, so it's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com HCS today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com HCS. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Now, the question we just asked ourselves during the break yes. was, should we do an episode <laughs> on Jordan, a.k.a. Katie Price? I don't know anything about her except the fact that we've seen her in the tabloids for years. We should do like an all UK month or something. Yes. So we'll have a bunch of different, like bigger stars, but then we could do Katie Price, a.k.a. Jordan. I want to know everything about her now just because bringing her up just from seeing her face everywhere for so long. She was so famous for like a hot minute. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think she has a tell all memoir book. So oh, I bet maybe it's juicy. I okay. don't know. We'll look into it. I did watch some amazing content this week. Oh, one thing I watched, which was really fun was the sequel to a horror movie called 47 Meters Down. The sequel is called 47 Meters Down Uncaged. It's a shark movie. Ooh. The first one I thought 
was good. It was with Mandy Moore and somebody else. I don't remember. The sequel is with a bunch of people I don't know, but also Aiden from Sex and the City is in oh. it. Desi, you have to see this movie. Okay. I think it's... <laughs> It's not. Is it a good movie? Do I have to see the first one? No, okay. no. It is completely separate from the first one. Okay. It is just. It's. They're not even forty-seven meters down. They just wanted to cash in. Oh. On that name, I guess. I don't even know how far that is. Is that far? It's pretty far. <laughs> so forty-seven meters down plus ten. No, forty-seven meters down. What is it called? Uncaged. 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 Okay, forty-seven so, meters down. Got it. Look. Is it a good movie? No. Is it a great movie to watch when you want some action and some really bad dialogue? Yes. It looks scary. Look. Yeah, it was scary. Uh, Okay. I mean, it was like... Where is it? On Amazon. Okay. Okay. (laughs) There were multiple points during this movie where I screamed and laughed out loud. Oh. There was this one part in the movie where I was fucking roaring because one of the characters is giving like a motivational speech when you think all hope is lost and this motivational speech happens and right in the middle of the speech a fucking shark bodies them i love it and i laughed my fucking ass off That's perfect i think you will love this movie it is so absurd it is a hidden gem please don't come at me if you thought this movie sucked i know it sucks but i loved it (laughs) so i don't care what you think yeah uh, yeah, highly recommend it if you like uh, shark movies. I do. Yeah, I think you'd like it. I'm very curious to hear your thoughts on it. Okay. There was another bad, good, good, bad movie I watched this week, and I don't really remember. So, what'd you watch? I finally watched 2012. Oh, what? We think? didn't talk about that. We didn't talk okay. about it. Uh, <laughs> well, first of all, it's like an hour too long. Like, that is just one part of that. <laughs> it's two hours and 45 minutes. That is a very long movie. It's very long. Uh, it's, I think I said to you, like, at some point I was like, there's still an hour left. <laughs> like, it was, like, crazy. Because the action starts really fast in this movie. So it's not a lot of preamble. No. Uh, and that's why I think I was kind of shocked. I was like, well, where do we go from here for an hour or more? Like, right. what else could possibly happen? Right. Uh, I mean... I liked it. I like those kind of bad movies. And yeah. to be honest, the dumber, the better. Like, I don't want anything to make sense. I don't really care as long as it's entertaining. I think, uh, what's his face? John Cusack is perfect in this type of role because he's such a, he's kind of an asshole yeah. persona. So he kind of fits this role. Um, I thought it was really laugh out loud funny. Totally. With his book. Like, yeah. the whole book thing was so dumb. Like, <laughs> like what a plot point. Like, that's basically what saved his life. It's like it's like did some writer write this movie so he could prove a point to his ex-wife like yes. see like I told you my book like do you know what I mean? I feel like someone had a point to prove with that book whole that book storyline for Absol- some reason. Absolutely because it was also a very specific number of people who had read his book. It was like only 420 people have read yes. my book. And then like it does The one important person was one of them. And then yes. they would also read passages from it. There was just like, I was like, this writer has a point to prove to his ex-wife. It probably was actual passages from that writer's book. Yeah, it was very funny. Uh, there's like a lot of things that made me laugh, like the Russian guy with his two sons. Oh my God. I don't know why that was just so fun, o- over the top, like a stereotype. 
that was just kind of funny. Everything in the movie is over the top and absurd. And it's like packed with stars. One of my favorite things in movies lately, and I've, I've, since I've been watching a lot of action movies, I noticed this and I really appreciate it. When there's a character they need to get rid of, they'll just kill them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, but it's like this character's inconvenient. Like, I'm not going to tell you who because I don't want to give spoilers, I guess. So, because I can't stand the fucking emails about it. But it's like, I just like when they're like, let's just kill them. Yeah. Like, even though it doesn't really make sense and they're a good person. Like, let's, I don't feel like doing three episodes. Like, there was something in a show too recently where, like, let's just kill the wife. <laughs> like, just get rid of her. Right. There's something where it's kind of like refreshing. You're like, oh, thanks for not dragging it out. We were all bored by them too. Like, right, right, right. So, yeah, I mean, it was definitely a fun movie. It's long. So, I think the first time I started it way too late. Uh, that's why I fell asleep. This time I stayed up for it. But it's fun. It's fun. It's definitely a fun movie. Don't go into it thinking it has to have some deep meaning or purpose also Woody Harrelson is in it and he's literally like my favorite actor or one of them I could like watch him in anything yeah he's so he's so good he'll sell any bullshit role and this one is completely crazy yeah uh I can't think of anything else I I did watch season four of uh 90 day fiance I'm trying to catch up on that show still and I saw that I really want to see that Nicolas Cage movie pig yeah me too so maybe I'll see that soon I don't know I mean, th- I didn't watch that much. I've been very busy this week. And as you probably hear from my voice, I've been having allergy attacks. So I've been trying to sleep. <laughs> yeah, we, we have had a busy week. We're, uh, I think we only talked about this on the Patreon last week that Desi's going out of town. So we've had a lot of... Preparing work for the two weeks I'm gone. Exactly. So, so yeah, we've had a lot, a lot to do. That's, that's part of the reason this episode is late this week. We've, we've had stuff going on. Yeah. So, yeah, I also, I said this on our Patreon last week that I am rewatching Dexter. Oh, right. I'm enjoying the hell out of rewatching it. It's very, um, it's a very good show. I'm, I'm excited for the uh, reunion. Was it a reunion? What do you even call that? Like a reboot? They're doing a limited series, an additional season. With the same people? Yeah. Oh, good. So it's not a remake. I guess it's like a... Um, it's kind of like what they're doing with Sex in the City. Yeah. I guess. I don't, know, I don't know what that's called. And what they're allegedly doing with Ray Donovan. Oh. Well, no. Ray Donovan, I think, is going to be a movie. Okay. Because didn't Ray Donovan have like a kind of cliffhanger ending? I honestly don't remember. I should <laughs> watch like 8,000 shows <laughs> since... <laughs> Quarantine started. They've all blended together. Yeah. But uh, Dexter, very satisfying rewatch. What are you on now? I'm at the end of season three. Oh. Yeah. So that's the Jimmy Smith season. Yeah. It's okay. the Jimmy Smith season. And it, I was telling Desi like how incredible it is that there's so much I don't remember from it. So it hasn't been like I'm boring. the same. I remembered nothing. Like every once in a while I'd have flashes. I was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like same, same. There's like certain like things I remember, but for the most part it's like, oh, I don't even remember this. I remember it when I see it. Like I don't know where it's going a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch anything else or should we talk about no, food? No, let's go to food. What'd you eat? Um... I don't remember, but let's talk about what you made for tonight. <laughs> That's what's really relevant, don't you think? I made a cake that Desi inspired me to make a few weeks ago. 
This is a cake I assume that you probably ate growing up in the South. Absolutely. Well, before you moved to New York. Yes. Uh, it's a fruit cocktail cake. <laughs> now, this is a kind of cake I never ate growing up. I would eat this cake with my grandma. Like really? She would make this cake and I would have... This is like a very specific good memory from my childhood. I would eat that cake with her and we would have coffee with Cremora. What's that? It's powdered (laughs) cream. (laughs) It's like powdered cream. Yeah. But it tastes good. Yeah. Like I used to eat it from the spoon. Yeah. Uh, Here's like a very thing, like if you stick it in on the spoon, the top gets wet and then the crumble, you have to get past the wet and then it's still crumbly underneath. Yeah. It's just a weird thing. And then we would like also embroidery sometimes. It was like very grandma uh, activities. This is like your one wholesome memory. (laughs) Yes. And I always wanted to get the piece with the cherry. Because usually in a can of fruit, to- fruit cocktail, there's one cherry. Yeah. And so you, if you get this cake, it's like to get the piece with the cherry. <laughs> it was like the most special you know, thing. Yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah. So I found a recipe a few weeks ago. I finally made the cake. It's basically, you ju- it's one of those recipes where you just dump everything in a bowl and mix it together. Yeah. There's no creaming of butter and sugar. No. Or whatever. Uh, it was. There's no. There's not even any butter. There's not even any butter in it. It's literally the cake is like a can of fruit cocktail, and it specifies in heavy syrup, flour, eggs, sugar, and then you bake that, and then it has a topping that you make that's like condensed, not condensed, evaporated milk, coconut, pecans, butter. And more sugar. Yeah. And that, and then you do that thing where you poke holes in the top, yeah. and then you pour that warm topping over the warm cake, and it all soaks in. So it's a very moist cake. It's good. It turned out really good. Wait, you had never had that before? Never. Oh. I've never had that cake before. I didn't have... I didn't have any of the kinds of cakes growing up where you like substitute with the use a can of Diet Coke or use a can of Coke. Any kind of, yeah. Any kind of like, I feel maybe, I feel like this is more of a Southern experience. Well, in general, I think a lot of places in the country used canned products when they were baking or cooking, right? Yeah. So your mom did not use those things. Yeah, everything, everything growing up was like very... Hippy dippy homemade, yeah, from scratch. But you know what? I find joy in eating canned fruit cocktail as well. Oh yeah, you liked fruit cocktail. I loved fruit cocktail as a kid, and we didn't have it in my house growing up. Though I, there was some times where I'd be like, "Mom, please buy me canned peaches." Yeah, canned peaches are so. Good. I loved them. Yeah, so that was like a specialty or a delicacy for me. Yes. No, I think canned fruit can be good. It's a different thing. It's not a replacement. Right. It's Uh, a different thing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I really like this cake. I will make it again. I'm sending Desi home with a ton of it because I cannot eat this whole... I mean, I could. (laughs) I bet I could. It's really good, and I like when it was warm. Yeah. It tasted good. Yeah. I mean, coconut and pecan is a combo I'm going to always be down with. Like, I like that combo in a buttery, creamy sauce. Mm. Like, it's good. It's a good combo. Yeah. So, yeah. That's that's like I think the most exciting thing I ate this week. Yeah. We had some pizza for dinner. It was very good. From Triple Beam. That was good. Nothing else really to write home about, to tell you the truth. Nope. So let's just end it. Let's end the show. <laughs> okay. Well, we will 
we're going to do some special episodes for the next two weeks. Yeah. Because so we'll still have content. There's still going to be content. And there'll be new stuff up for patrons. We will have new, we have new content on the Patreon and we're going to have our regularly scheduled main episode this Tuesday. Yeah. But then the follow, like, you'll see. Yes, yeah, it'll be fine. You're going to get content. Okay. You're going to get content. <laughs> bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>